everybody, welcome to the Grubcast. Uh, today, uh, we're going to have a little convo about sushi and a recent visit to a local spot here in SD, uh, specifically Carmel Valley. Carmel Valley? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we heard about this, I, I, both of us actually did, uh, I'm going to say seven, eight years ago. Oh. Like that. Wow, has it been around Yeah, that could, Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were out and about, I don't know, tennis maybe, out in Poway or something, maybe someone's birthday party, I don't recall, but we were out near South Poway. And we were coming around from the place and we were hungry, lunchtime. And we stopped off at a spot that we thought was sushi, but it wasn't after all. Went in, uh, asked them about sushi. They were like, no, no, we do ramen, just ramen. I'm like, okay, we're not in the mood for ramen right now because we have a hankering for some sushi. So they said, hey, I said, you know how many spots like right here where we can go? Yep, Sushi Ken or Ken Sushi in San Diego, Carmel Valley. And I was like, hmm, never heard of it. Then it proceeded to tell me, um, these people came from uh, Sushiota down San Diego. And they're kind of, you know, affiliated or were affiliated with them. And uh, you should go try them out. Okay. Called over there, if I recall, and uh, the the place was closed or needed a reservation or something like that. But he says, no, this is the best place. This is the greatest. I'm like, okay. And from, you know, having the lineage from uh, Sushiota, it stand to reason that they were high, 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 high. Now, we have a, a, a love-hate relationship with sushi now. Never did before. We were living in LA. I loved sushi. I just thought it was the greatest food ever. And because of the experience we had before with um, Keizo, Culver City. And uh, we started there in the early 2000s or whatever, and uh, Keizo is a superstar. I, I don't know. The last time I went in, uh, but, you know, he wasn't there. Um, it was might have been lunch. And uh, it was, yeah. But, I mean, it's still our favorite spot, right? Yeah. So, um, didn't go years and years. And the other day we were having a conversation on the show about sushi and how you'd planted the sushi seed in my stomach. And I needed to get the, I had the need, the need for sushi. Yep. It's kind of understandably. So, because I'm telling you, we were, it's been a while since we had any good sushi. Yeah, still, still a while. So we go, uh, the other night we we're going on about it. And uh, where do we go? Where do we go? No. You said, nope, I know exactly where we're going. I, I think I said in, on the last show, there, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going to go to another sushi spot unless it's this one because everything else has pretty much disappointed us. Up to when now. It, when yeah. it came to sushi in San Diego. Yeah. Okay, sushi is, is good, but it's far. And it's, I don't it can necessarily, be and not, it's not even the price part of it. It's the, the, the actual atmosphere is not, my favorite where at sushi Oda. you know what it was when we first went in nine, the 90s mm -hmm. late 90s it um it seemed you know apropos but i'd went a couple of years ago with a friend it was during covid so maybe that affected it but it seemed a little dated mm -hmm. to me the um the ambiance mm -hmm. food was good uh we because we, we were talking and i don't think we got we got into the sushi that much but it was the, what we had was delicious mm -hmm. still. Right. And you know, they have a small parking lot. It's in a little, little business little building. Thing. Not exactly on its own freestanding, you know. Yeah. So um, it's far. 
can't really get at it much. We'd probably be there more if it were closer. Yeah. Because last thing you do, you know, you go and you want to have a good time. And how I have a good time eating sushi is having fabulous fish, usually sitting at the bar, interacting with the chef, talking to them about what's, you know, what's come in um, lately that is special. Uh, kind of, you know, going back and forth about what they can do with it. Um, that's part of it for me. And then we having to have a, them do it, you know, give us what's fresh, the freshest, give us something interesting, special, you yeah. know, omakase style, right? But not. yeah, well, but it's also, you have, you're kind of doing a couple of things. You're sharing your knowledge so they know what you know, that whether they can, you know, push the button because, you know, I hear, I heard the chef the other day when we were there at the restaurant, he says, well, it's stuff that you don't like. And I was like, no, we, we like pretty much everything. I can't think of, um, much that I don't like in sushi. And because I, because I've, as I said, I've had a lot of stuff and it usually is prepared right. If you if I go to the right place, I pick the right spot, you know, trust is what you have in your chef. So we go over to this place. So the other day you said that we're going to go and I'm like, okay, sure. And I, I, but I was that day was like a Thursday and you were like, I'm not going today. I said, come on, why don't you go today? Oh yeah. Nah, nah. Today, so we got into a little banter about why we'll go this weekend. Okay, and uh, we you I think the next day mm-hmm. uh, you reminded you, hey, did you get that appointment? No, no, let me call. So you ended up calling the same day on Saturday. Did you call? No, no you no. called Friday. Friday. So you called Friday. You made an arrangement for seven thirty on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I still had no idea where this was. You know, relatively speaking, I had no idea that it was near the five, and it was in uh, the same area as. Um, where I used to be a lot. I used to be down there for uh, University of Phoenix back in the 90s. Um, we used to go to, um, what is it called? Uh, Ruth Chris mm-hmm. with a couple times yeah. with, a, with people. Um, yeah, so familiar with the area quite a bit. There used to be a really great restaurant at the top of the, uh, I think it was the Marriott just there off of um, uh, Carmel Valley Road right there. We used to do oh, they used, they used to, they used to do a uh, fireside chat my the place I used to work they had me set up all the audio yeah. for this um these fireside chats with the board and when we were there uh we'd go have lunch at this swanky spot at the top he was my per diem you know <laughs> so i can't remember what it was called but it was like it had something to do with a circus i think like the the, the the restaurant at the top of the place had like a circus theme really i recall yeah yeah, they, you know, if I recall when I was working back in the you know back in the day, it was like you know you go to a place. I remember a place called was Sushi on the Rock, or um, there used to be a sushi. Oh, there used to be Japango, and I think yeah. it's still around. Yeah, yeah, right there off of uh, Five, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So Five and we were we're where this place was is right off of the Five also, but yeah. yeah, it's just down a little farther. La Jolla down. Village Drive, yeah. And yeah. there used to be some place called or the Nobel. Pal the Palomino. It was Palomino. Yeah. Right there at the yeah. same, the Aventine. Was that, wasn't that what it was called? Somewhere. I know the, yeah, the other way. It was a Hyatt, whatever. The, yeah, that know. area there. So there was, you know, we used to go places and we'd have to do things at certain conference places and we always got to eat the, the swanky spot at the top on in the, in the uh, penthouse. Mm-hmm. So um, the, the area was familiar, but I, I didn't, I didn't know idea where this place was. All oh, these years I later. just looked up Japan, so they did close. I, mm. I couldn't remember if it was closed down or not. Closed, mm. Yeah. A casualty of what? COVID. I'm guessing. Probably. Oh, no. It says, once trendy Cafe Japango to close on Friday, a casualty of rising UTC prices. Yeah. Competition. Well, yeah, about that. 
Yeah, that's just going to suck all the way around. You know, I mean, that's got to be class. What is it? Is there, is there such a thing as class double A? Because that's <laughs> well, what it's, it's definitely that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be, you know, ridiculous. Oh, wow. They were open for 30 years. They were good. I remember because we used to go yeah. there all the time. I remember loving going there because mm-hmm. it was, I don't know why. It was just like after work, you'd go. It exactly. was right there. Yeah, it was right there was near good. my work, like a walking distance. Yeah, you were so, off of Nobel and five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was just there the other day to uh, sh- shout out to my um, my bicycle mechanic Sean. He's there, right in that area. Oh, really? Very cool. Yeah. So um, when I when you told me where it was, I was like, oh, okay. But I still hadn't, you know, right off the freeway. You can see the freeway from there. Mm-hmm. So we drive up, and uh, if I recall correctly, see, was it nice from the outside? No, it was like yeah, a business I mean, center. It, it, the business center. I would have never, you know, thought no. about it because it's literally all these, yeah. you know, the high end office buildings. Office and everywhere. buildings, yeah. right? So, I mean, no wonder. All I'm sure the patrons are all. Le- yeah, they go to there for lunch. Sure. Take your clients there for lunch. It's fantastic. I'm sure to go there. But in the evening, yeah, there's it's dark. There's nothing. All all businesses are closed. So I'm like, where are we going? Right. So yeah, but it's it's in it's nestled in there. With all of the big old buildings. Yeah. Yeah. I remember going to, to um, with my niece. We went to uh, Ruth's Chris. Yeah. I haven't been back there in a while. I certainly haven't been back there since uh, doing this show. Maybe that's a place we have to go. But again, one of those places that's, you know, in, in, a, in a hard to get to spot from where we are. It's almost like, you know, completely. Well, no, you know, it's exactly where this one is yeah. across the street, yeah. essentially. But, uh, you know, I what? What? Say to it. me, it's like, whatever. It's a steakhouse. I don't, I don't, you're a steak lover. I'm not. So I don't, you know, I don't know how you turn down a good piece of steak. You know, no, a I good piece of down. steak it's is just not something I, I yeah. crave. Yeah. I think you haven't had the right one then. No, I like yours. No, That's no. What I'm saying. I think you haven't had the right one because if you have the right steak, mm, it's, it, it's, yeah. It's utter, if they, if they have the right cut of beautiful meat that they sourced from a, from a proper place. And they have the right aging or the right uh, handling, the right cut, you know, with the right marbling, mm-hmm. you know, and then they, they do it properly, however they do it. Sometimes they do a reverse sear. Sometimes they do, you know, I don't know what they do. But um, if they get the right color in the middle, the right pink in the middle, tenderness and juicy seasoning wise, maybe serve a little blue cheese, a little Roquefort, maybe a little, um, little chimichurri. Yeah. The right potato. You know, Listen, good good beans. That's good. the crazy part. Like when I'm sitting there eating it, yeah, I'm like, okay, this is really good. I appreciate it, but I never think, oh, I want more. <laughs> I don't ever think, oh, I want to find another restaurant that's this good. I okay. I just I don't know. That's not, not your thing. Not so your thing. thing. Uh, I just saw something though that was really amazing. Uh, it was on one of those Gordon Ramsay shows. He said that he one of the contestants on one of his shows created this um, a wagyu burger. And with some sauce, I can't remember what sauce it was, but it was a barbecue sauce, I think, some type of barbecue sauce. And he said that people are rushing, chefs all over the world are rushing to find out what this sauce is. Really? Yeah, because it, that, she, he said it was like the best burger. I mean, it was just delicious. Wagyu, a ground Wagyu. It sounds good, but definitely fatty and all, but if you can pull it off. Mm. So back to sushi. Um, we arrived there. Had a reservation at seven thirty. We get in there, and it you know it doesn't. It wasn't you know again. It wasn't particularly a swanky, you know. No, no, not. It was just kind of a you know a local place. A lot of uh, banners of like 
Oh, it's all teams and golf. stuff. No, it's golf? all okay. Golf, golf uh, towels on the wall, maybe from Augusta. Sure, sure. You know, from- um, it, it kind of looked like a local spot. Yeah. Not not what I would consider like a. Hey, excuse me. Would you stop shaking all that in here, please, <laughs> Mister Monkey? Our giant, the giant horse, giant of- monkey of a dog. Yeah. Um, you want to go outside? Is that what your deal is? Let, let me out. Now he's going to bark and it's going to be really loud. But you got to have priorities for the show. <laughs> so, um, get sit down real right away, right at the bar in front of Sushi Ken because you'd asked. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ken's a, seemed like a sweet guy. I mean, he was uh, you know friendly and um, very you know eager to make you eager to please. Happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, very interested in making sure you were taken care of. The uh, the service was fantastic. Fantastic. The lady that helped us out, she was very sweet Amber. on the ball. It was Amber. Very Amber. Good. Okay. Um, we got um, we got uh, what are they? What are they? Asked? She asked about drinks. We got we ordered the, we ordered the kikusui as usual. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, there uh, though there is a uh, Ken's Ken's yeah, G- uh oh <laughs> sorry secret Ken Ken's mixture, water. which actually is kind of yeah interesting. Um, it was pretty good. Yeah. It was good. It was good. Um, I met a couple people there, real friendly. By the way, you know, I think the the overall experience of it was was helped by the friendly attitude of some of the people we met. The the people sitting to both sides of us, right to the left and right. Yeah. Super nice. Everybody yeah. was so friendly. Yeah. The service was fantastic. Yeah. So I think that really did yeah. help contribute to the overall experience, which was great. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I, I, I had a great time. De- definitely uh, had a good time in conversation with the guys that were to my left. They were uh, young bucks, uh, you know, uh, ambitious, new to town, uh, then, came came oh, yeah. came to SD to uh, make their fortune and make their way uh, in real estate. Friendly guys. Good for them. You're, uh, you're the guy, the people you were talking to from Mexico, one from Mexico, the guy was from Mexico. Well, coincidentally, yeah. here's the crazy part. Okay, they were in town. They they actually are living currently in L.A., um, yeah. but they came down to San Diego because yeah. um, the the gentleman had um, family in San Diego. Okay, so they were here for a party. Yeah, okay, and whatever. It's it's Thanksgiving week coming up. So, yeah. So, you, so they so were you, visiting family, and they were told the same thing. This is the place you go for for sushi because they are sushi lovers like we are. Okay, did you get the information? No. Of course not. Why would I get that? Well, because, I mean, they <laughs> I was obviously... drinking and having fun. No, okay. I did not. Well, I mean, you tell them about uh, Kezo? Yeah, they've been to Kezo. And? They love Kezo. See? See? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so did you get and the... And they're familiar with all of the, the Sawtell places, all the same places we go. Yeah. Except for they hadn't been to uh, Mizu. Mizu, so they're going to go there. But, yeah. Did you tell them about the show? I think I, we mentioned it, but it's like... Oh, man, now, you're really bad at this. I, I know. You're terrible. And they're having fun. Yeah, well, have fun, uh, you know, talking about the thing that you do. So, anyways, um, great, that's all good. Yeah. What about they've been to Kazo and loved it? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Did they tell you about any place else in LA? Yeah, some of the places um, we've been to. No, no, no. I mean sushi wise. Uh-huh. Like they say, hey, my favorite spot. Oh, Kazo's good, but they did, and it'll come to me. Give okay. Me. Okay. On Sautel, they actually go to one that's not on Sautel, yeah, right a sushi there. spot. The- mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Okay. Now we're gonna get our dog out here barking his I head told off. You. Yeah. I told you he would be. That's okay. 
So uh, the service is great. The ambiance is loose. People seem friendly, which is, you know, for me, a bit of an unusual situation that right off the bat. I mean, they people can be friendly once you break the shell, but these people were overly friendly, like right off the bat, you know, just open to a conversation, which was really good. Very unusual. Uh, Ken was a could sweetheart. It, could it be, too, that because, I don't know, I mean, the guys next to you, they, they're not originally from san diego possibly and the well, ones he, next to me are yeah. from la okay there you so go we're from la i don't know. i don't know maybe san diego people are not as friendly i don't know it doesn't make any sense because i really think san diego people for the most part are friendly for you know let's say it like this i just thought it was me for a lot of years <laughs> and then i started no it's not really just me it's actually kind of everybody but but you know anyways so the the, the team there is great the place is is uh is um it, it's actually really small kind of, it's very small uh but it's uh it's welcoming. I, I, I yeah. didn't, you know, it wasn't like, ooh, this is so you know, gangster cool, or it wasn't so, it wasn't dumpy. It was just good. It was good. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, maybe maybe those uh, conversations helped quite a bit. The sake definitely did. Uh, I tried a bunch of things. I tried a, uh, the, of course, the normal, the kikusui, the, the Ken's uh, juice or Ken's water. water, which is, again, troublesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a, a one of the local wheat beers they had. I don't recall the name of it, but uh, she said, "Oh, this is good." I had it; it was good. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't any too much different than than what I had before with uh, with Sapporo or the other one. Um, it was it was good, but it wasn't like oh. I one time uh, had one a beer at um, at Keizo where it was called Hitachino Nest. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a Japanese IPA. Yeah. that is an exceptional beer. I know you uh, love that. I love it. Um, I, I was hoping that it was something they would have like like that, unique, you know. But, uh, but okay, so let's start with the food. And I had, let's see, what, what kind of expectations did I have? Mine were pretty high. Let, let's say like this. I mean, when you say that it's the best in San Diego, and, and I've heard it from a lot of different people. I've heard it from, you know, that, okay, the place is called Sushi, you know, Ken Sushi Workshop, which indicates to me that you're in the process of a little R&D. You're, you're always on the cutting edge of, of it. You're teaching it. You're learning it. You're whatever you want to do. You're, it's a workshop. This is not, doesn't say, you know, Ken Sushi, you know, extraordinaire. It doesn't say, you know, the home that Ken built. You know, it says workshop. Okay. I also feel like, you know, maybe you could interpret it as, you know, always evolving. Sure, always, sure. You know. I, I bo- for new and better things. When I think of workshop, though, I think of um, Santa and the elves, or I think of um, a place where you can go and learn as a student. Someone says it's a workshop. Oh, you're going to go to a workshop over the weekend. That means you're going to learn. That's what I think. So weird. Uh, coincidentally, it's right across from, it used to be from University of Phoenix. So maybe that's, you know, I don't know. Yeah, the education. Can. I don't know. <laughs> um, So let's start with the food. Now, I was expecting, I was expecting, I mean, if Keizo, if if, Keizo is my favorite and Sushiota, the food, is 80% to 90% of Keizo, then I was expecting a 70% on the high end, 75%. That's what I was expecting, uh, ish. And I didn't know, because you kind of sprung it on me, you were like, oh, I want to do this special place. I wasn't 
I was just in, I was in the mood for sushi. I wasn't necessarily in the mood or in the market for an experience. I just wanted good sushi. I wanted to drink some sake. I wanted to tell some lies. I wanted to eat some sushi. You know, that's what I wanted. I wanted a good time. So now I'm going in for an experience, sushi experience. So I put I put on my best grub enthusiast sweatshirt and uh, my flip flops and went over to Sushi Ken and I had I ordered. Well, you were kind of going over the menu and trying to figure out what's what and who, how do they do things. And I just knew that I wanted to have some ankimo. Oh, really? Is that how it works? Because you know that's my favorite dish. Well, I knew that. Well, I, well and by the way, did, we, were, we didn't go through the menu. We didn't. No, you were kind. Of, no, no. But you were like talking to him about you know the freshest things, and and I was just like, oh, let me get an ankimo, you know, because and and speaking of of ankimo, uh, it is not only your favorite; it's Mm, it's one of my top fives Is it? and I um, because I, I I told you about it after I'd gone to uh, sushi with Chris and Claudine up in um, Alameda mm. that's where I first had it and uh, Chris and they had eaten it all the time but I had never had monkfish liver mm-hmm. so uh, but I fell in love with it immediately and if I come to find out it's like a pate and uh, I don't really eat pate outside of this but I, I loved it right off the bat. And, what I, and I'd had some that were better than others. Like you go to certain places and um, if, I don't know how they treat it or whatever, how it's stored or how fresh. But sometimes it felt a little, not chalky, but it felt a little clay-like. It's, it, it was too, clay. Too um, like spongy dense and, and it's not right. It just seemed like uh, it was just maybe refrigerated too long. Old. Yeah, a little old, a little more clay-ish. Rather than you know some live thing, you know, and uh, I would kind of sometimes really enjoy it, and sometimes yeah, you know. But that place in Alameda is really, really where it got started for me. So I knew that you were going to want it. I knew we were going to want it, and I knew that I, this is kind of something that I I knew very well and liked, so that I would be able to compare it very easily. And, and I just said, and honestly, that's isn't it one of those things where we kind of judge a restaurant, a sushi spot, right off the bat if they don't have this. It, immediately our expectations will go down. It, well, it, it well first of all, if they have it, I've, I've had all the experiences, of course. I've had the where we don't have it. Huh? What is that? I've had the one where we go, oh, no, we don't know. We don't, we don't carry that. Uh, or I've heard the one where they go, yeah. Um, and then it's that pause that tells you that it's not fresh. They're not right. proud of it. You know, it's like, uh, and then I'll say, yeah, let me have one. Okay. You have it and you go, mm, yeah, it's, it's old or it's not fresh or it's whatever. So when I ordered this, uh, for, for me, if I had a benchmark, and I do it every time, every time I go to a sushi bar, the first thing I order is the uh, spicy tuna roll. The spicy tuna roll, I had an experience uh, back in the 90s, probably mid-90s, at a place on Gateway. Uh, there was a sushi spot that was owned by a guy named Gary, and uh, we used to go, we went there numerous times while it had, had lasted. Yeah, I think it only lasted maybe a few years. We drove past it a lot. But then we went in and it, it turned out to be great. So we went in there a lot and then they closed. Well, shortly thereafter, uh, Gary moved on to a place called Sakura on Sentinella Boulevard in Culver City, just off of uh, Culver Boulevard on Sentinella. And I'd went in there a few times uh, in the early 2000s. This is 10 years later, uh, the early 2000s to get food at Sakura. And he was there and I had him make me the spicy tuna roll. When he had his own place, I, I fell in love with that spicy tuna roll. He just did it. Like it tasted like nothing else. 
I've, any other role I'd had. And it had, you know, because I used to, what I get it, I get, because what he did is he took the, the tuna and he chopped it up really, really fine. Yeah. And then the, the rice was good and sticky. And then uh, he, I think he, I'm, I'm going to say he added a little cupy mayo. It's, yeah, his spicy, sauce, whatever it was in yeah, there. Yeah, spicy kiwi mayo inside the tuna. And it gave it a really nice kind of creamy, spicy flavor, as it would. And then he'd, and he'd serve it, and it was tender and light and um, flavorful. And then I would take, he'd offered the uh, togadashi chili, that powder, little red powder. It's, it's, light, it's mildly chilly. It's not not super spice. It's not like a like a fresh jalapeno or something. It's 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 if you put a lot, any chili is gonna be spicy. But it's it's lightly spicy to me. But you put a lot. I do put a lot. And it's just like a you know red fine red chili powder, little little black sesame seeds and some stuff in it. And I put it on only on this roll, mind you. Yeah, this is the only thing you put. It and on. then over the years, uh, and how he would serve it was, and I th- and again being ignorant at the time of it uh they sell the, the plate would come and have a big pile of of uh, ginger which i wasn't liking at the beginning i had i'd had a bad experience uh as a kid with with uh ginger i and i didn't really i guess i was dumb and didn't know what i was doing but i went to the mall one time with a friend about 15 16 years old and i went to the mall in santa monica and they had this um they had this store that sold like fresh you know uh, like uh, candies and whatever and they had this counter where they would give samples, right? And all these little containers with samples in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I went up to the counter and I grabbed this. I said, can I have a piece of that? The lady hands me this thing. And it was a piece of um, dehydrated pineapple. And it was sugar-coated, right? So not thinking or not knowing what I was doing, I just took the, the big hunk of uh, ginger covered in sugar. And I popped it in my mouth and I walk out of the store. Thank you. And about you know halfway down, it, that thing just exploded in my mouth. It was just like oh my mouth's on fire. I was coughing, <clears throat> hacking myself to death. So I kind of got away from ginger. I was like, I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> so when I had sushi the first time, I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah, I had the sushi the first time. I saw that pile of ginger and I just ignored it. I don't want that. Well, come to find out, now it's my favorite thing. One of my favorite things on the plate. I You're can eat a whole pile of I it. Just, I know. You know. I don't know how you do it, but it's gorgeous. You will stick fresh, delicious. Thing. It's fresh. It's tangy. It's mm, sweet. Got a little tang, a little spice to it. It's gorgeous. So uh, it would be on the plate, and uh, he says, "Try it out. Try it out." And, I, and on the plate, it really serves to me. My understanding of it is that it serves as a palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. Right? It's meant to in between bites or in between food, you take a little bite of the ginger to cleanse your palate. Well. I didn't, I of course saw it differently and I took the spicy tuna roll piece and I would set it in soy sauce, which you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to leave it and sop all, you're supposed to gently dip it, right? No, not me. I would go, (laughs) I would get the uh, bowl of soy sauce and I'd put a big hunk of wasabi in it. I'd mix it up thoroughly. Then I would set the roll piece in there. Then I would tap the chili uh, togarashi on top, a lot of it. Then I would take a piece of ginger and set it on top of that. And then I would eat it. And I loved it. I was like, man, the ginger is a very integral part of this whole thing. You know, and it was like, come to find out later. Oh, you're not supposed to do that though. Anyways. <laughs> and you know what's funny is that you, because I remember you doing that, I have now, whenever I have spicy tuna. Yeah. <laughs> Eat Always with ginger. ginger. <laughs> and it tastes so good that yeah, way. For I, me, I, like, I love I like it. it. Yeah. So, so we get over there. I order the, uh, the, the ankimo. Didn't know what to expect. 
I get these pieces of uh, of monkfish liver that the diameter is probably twice that of what I've seen before. Most of the time, I see them. They're probably an inch and a half round, maybe two. These were, yeah, yeah inch, yeah. Uh, these were probably two inches, two, two, two inches maybe, two and a half inches round, and the color was different. The color wasn't not as it was a little more orangish brown, and it, the ones that I'd had in the past were more. Hell, I could even say purplish. No. They were kind of brownish purple. Well, it, if they're brownish, that then they're old. Well, the, I'm the just ones, saying the ones yeah. the ones are the ones that I've had in the past at other places were more, you know, they were more tan or orangish pink because kids, yeah. those are orange as well. Yeah, but not like this. Yeah, this is a little more. Not orange. like this. This was orange like a pumpkin. It was almost on the verge of a pumpkin. That orange, mm-hmm. and I, I had never seen it before. And I wasn't, I wasn't sure what was happening. And I just said, I'm going to get into it. It, it I'm going to say it is the best on Kimo I have ever, ever had. Me too. Yeah. And I was, you know, I, I was not expecting it to no. be that good. No. And it was delicious. It, it, it wasn't, was, it was the, it was twice as good as, I mean, if you, if you could say, how could you make uh, other on Kimo's taste as good as this? You'd, I, I, if you said, well, could you put two pieces in your mouth at the same time? Would that equate to one of these? No. This, the, from the color, from the tenderness, from the, you could, it seemed like it was next level fresh. Like I was thinking, did he have a, did he kill a monkfish in the back? What'd you do? Um, but they were just next level of freshness and deliciousness, if there's a word. I'm going to look it up in the dictionary <laughs> later. They were spectacular they were i mean they were just yeah so i i when i took the first piece into my mouth i there when i'm in a good receiving mode and i was i was kind of in receiving mode kind of you'd had a rough day so i'd had a yet had a day i think that you're shoot you were a little and a little off and then and then really what you just did right now is reminded me of it (laughs) oh so i gotta tell the story no no not yet no i gotta tell it no i gotta tell no no i gotta tell it so I had a bike that I bought five years ago, six years ago for nothing. And I bought the thing and loved it. And recently I wanted to start riding my bike again. So I um, bought new tires. I had, it, I had a derailleur replaced just Friday, just Friday down in, uh, in La Jolla Village. Had it on the back of my car on the way back. On, uh, was it Saturday? It was Saturday. Mm-hmm. On, I had it on the back of my car with the intention of riding. On a bike rack that's, you know, quality. Supposedly. Yeah. And uh, I really had this vision because I've been looking for a new bicycle and I'm not finding a bicycle that I like that's in the price range that I want and all the things. So I said, okay, I'm going to get this bike derailleur fixed because <laughs> I, I I'd put the new tires on myself and it looked great. And I said, I'm going to, I went to go ride it one time and the front derailleur stopped working. Well, I mean, if you have bikes, you know what it is. I mean, it's just, it was a shame that it broke the first time of this great ride. Okay. So I, um, I, I had it on the back of the car on Saturday. I went out all morning doing my thing. I come back and I'm coming up the hill to my house, about you know two miles from home, literally came into my town. And up and on the way up this grade, I'm, I'm, there's no cars around me at this moment, fortunately. Thank goodness. But the, the bike fell off the rack. It fell off the bike rack. And all I heard was a commotion at the back of the car. 
on the way by the you know three quarters of the way up the hill, almost getting to the top, and I hear a commotion and I hear in the back of the car and look at the rearview mirror and my bike is doing an end over end behind me going backwards the other way direction because it must have hit one of the tires and flipped up and whatever. Fortunately, there was nothing. There was nothing. Nobody else there but me. And um, nobody got hurt. Yeah, I I stopped the car. I get out. I go. I get the bike and I put it back with the remnant remnants of it. I put it back on the on the rack, and I come home. And I'm just. I think I'm in shock. I'm in shock. You know, because first of all, it could have been a horrible experience if somebody had gotten hurt or whatever. Um, the bike was completely thrashed, and I was in shock because I really had put a lot of emotions on this bike because I was, you know, I'm trying to get back in shape. I'm trying to, you know, I would be using it every day. I had plans to this week be riding a lot. So as I'm walking back to this dead carcass with a car parked, all these cars now start coming. Now I'm in, on my life's in danger. I'm on this road and the bike is, you know, hundred yards ahead of me and I'm walking to get it and kind of gauging the whole, you know, the amount of cars that are whooshing in my direction. My car's in a very precarious spot. I pick the bike up, put it back on, and I'm just, I'm, I'm serious. I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a funk. So I'll give you that. Maybe I was in a slight funk. It didn't help though, that on the way to the restaurant, you, some, you and I have this conversation about the bike. Was that me that brought it up? It was me. Of course it was you. You didn't say anything? God, I, yeah. <laughs> you couldn't get, I mean, I don't blame you. You couldn't get over the fact that I, you know, all of this, I, it's this just, happened right when you just fixed it all. And yeah, I just fixed it. It wasn't a lot of money. But it was no, my no, time. But the point is, you were really looking forward to riding. Well, I was looking forward to riding, and the bike that I I'm looking, I was looking for a bike, some you know other vehicle to ride because this is this was broken, and I wanted I want a specific kind of bike. I want a road bike that I can ride fast. I used to love to ride fast. So I had this. I couldn't find something that was working, and this one was going to fit the bill at least until I found something better, which now it seems like it's Desperadoville. You know, what I, mean? I feel like I'm now under the gun because I now I have nothing. So you're right. You're right. Maybe I uh, I did it to myself. But um, yeah. Okay. So we get we go to the restaurant and maybe on the on the way up I started talking about my bike and my confusion. About the odds. What are the odds? And that's what, what are the I odds? Thought, no, but I just thought, please let it go. Can we yeah. please have a nice night? Please do not keep, you know, going on about this and how upset you are. So I, I, just, I just thought this here, here's the last thing I'll say. I just thought, what are the odds that this would happen? The like with all the plans I have this next like t- t- today, tomorrow, Wednesday, Wait. coming to Thanksgiving, needing this bike because I'm going to have I'm going to be doing a lot of cooking and eating. I need to have that bike more than ever. And I'm not making a connection on, the, on any kind of bike to replace it. And now I'm stuck. It almost seemed like it was working against me. The universe was working against me. That's what, that's what, because it's not the expense of the bike. The bike is replaceable and whatever, but it's like, yeah, what are the odds? Expensive. I mean, bikes are, you're, no, you're bikes looking. are stupid. You no, bikes are stupid. Bikes and it's like ridiculous. You could buy a used car for that. Uh, well, stupid. I mean, it, what's stupid about it is that a new bicycle in the store is is it's exorbitant. I know. You know, they want like five grand for a base. For, I mean, it's a good bike. 
Good bike. Very fast. Very up to Who date. Who cares? It's but not five worth five grand. grand. It's not. Sorry. When I was a boy. A little tube of, of whatever, carbon fiber, whatever. It's stupid. Well, you no, know, it's funny. Or, no way that thing is worth $5,000. You know, it's funny. You're right. And you know, it's funny because I was talking to my buddy and he, the mechanic guy. And I said, hey, man, we're about to think about this bike. I saw this online. Da-da. And he said to me in just the most matter of fact way, well, there's $300 in components. Mm-hmm. You know, it says in the frames of frame, really. And, you know, I'm like. Yeah, so yeah. don't be stupid. So $5,000. $5, I just don't understand. I went to the bike shop and I asked the guy, I said, how, do, how does a kid get into this? You know, when I was a boy, when I first started riding bikes a long time ago in the 80s, uh, it was, you know, you go and buy a bike and on the high end for a decent bike, it was five, 600 bucks. And you were like, whoa, yeah. whoa, five, 600 dollars. Now it's five, 6,000 for a, a, a bike of the same quality or the ilk of it. No, it's stupid. It's ridiculous. I even saw one the other day. I was at the bike shop looking again. Twelve thousand eight hundred dollars for That's a bike. That's what you paid for your motorcycle. It's ex- well, it's exactly what I paid for that motorcycle, which is yeah. So this is why I find it absolutely ludicrous that somebody would spend that. I mean, it, it must be a hoot of a ride. No, it, it must is be not. You're doing all the work. It, it, it is. Well, on this on the, on the thirteenth on the twelve eighty twelve thousand eight hundred one, it uh, you did have a little battery pack as an assist, but <laughs> I'm just saying. There isn't twelve thousand dollars worth of materials there. No, there isn't five thousand dollars worth of materials. There's not even one. I don't know. I don't know. It's ridiculous. So to buy a used bike is become to find the right size bike for you, with the right caliber of stuff, in a color in in, in, a, in an aesthetic that isn't horrendous, because I, I never really factored in how much a bike the look of it can be so involved. Well, for you, for me, yeah. Well, look, I, look. Just say it this way. Four years ago, I bought a bike, brand new at the store, paid a lot of money, and then I didn't have any problem selling it two years later for half because it was ugly. It was ugly. And why'd you buy it? Because I, I, the, the, the bike functioned. It was in my price range. It was on sale. It did what I wanted. It was a great bike. It rode well. But when, but when, I, when I said, I'm not going to ride anymore, I'm not riding. It's been two years since I bought the thing. I'm not riding. It, it, just, it was ugly. It was, it was always an ugly bike. And I just was very e- willing to just let it go. It was, but I, you know, in hindsight, <sighs> yeah. So, anyways, so uh, I okay on the way up there, I was a little, mm, I wasn't, I wasn't in full reception mode, right? But I don't think it had the hugest factor as you're, you're going to make out right oh, now. Oh no, no, I don't think so either. No, I mean, initially you were just in a funk. Yeah. But yeah, I think things started to they turn loosened. around. Yeah, they loosened. loosened up and and, yeah. and let's and say, I think once you had that ankimo, once you put that in your mouth, you were like, okay, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. Th- this is a great <laughs> start. Okay, because when I am in reception mode, I put that in my that that piece of fish in my or piece of food, and if it's if it's right there, if it's if it's awesome, I do do I raise my head up to the to the to the, to the, the heavens, and I just. Close my eyes and I just go on the ride. And you did go on that ride. And I went on the ride with the Ankimo. Yeah, you did. Absolutely did. It was, ooh, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It was as good as, I don't think, I don't know. I don't, well, I don't know. I have to find out. But um, I don't know that you could probably get a better one unless you were eating it right out of the fish's heart. Or rather, the fish is. What? <laughs> I don't think that's how you make pate, but okay. Well, it's it's a liver, so I'm just saying. But you know, I don't know the processing part of it. I don't. Yeah. Is there a curing? Is I don't know, but it was by far, by far the best on chemo, 
on monkfish liver I have ever had. Yeah. I'm going to say that very, very clearly. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, why don't you take it from there? Okay. No, no, well, wait, just, let me just, just ask you a question. Yeah, yeah. So, you have the spicy tuna roll. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Because no. you're so critical. Okay. And, and to me, a spicy tuna roll, you're, you, you're not even, you're taking the, 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 what do you call it? The scraps, the remnants of, of. That I don't know. They have to be true. Tuna. Well, right. It depends. It depends on who's making it. But for the most part, when you when you have a spicy tuna roll, it's not the highest quality tuna at that point. I don't and they're know. They're mixing it, and they're mixing it with whatever, like you said, a cubey mayo. Well, something. you know, honestly, that that might be your uh, assessment. I don't know. I don't know the answer. Yeah, I, the, you're probably right. So you're probably you're probably right that it is not, you know, the bluefin, or it's not. It's not no. the. It's not near the. No. I imagine it's got, it's got some kind of connective tissues. I imagine it's got like you know stuff near the collar or yeah. stuff that's to me thrown it's away. Like remnants. Yeah, mm-hmm. I imagine it's not the best part of it. Right. But this is but you, this is something that you like because you had it years and years ago, and it was so good that you compare. It still can be good. It. it still okay, can so be good. How, this was an eighty percenter. Yeah. It, it needed the QP. I, I mean, I'm, you know, I never even, I, I don't even, well, no, let me check that. Let me check that right there. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, it was the QP mail. <laughs> uh, because I'll say it like this. I remember when I made some sushi rolls a while back, we'd gone down to uh, Tuna Dockside Harbor mm-hmm. down on Saturday. Down in San Diego, they have that open air fish market. Mm-hmm. And I went down there and got some tuna. And I came home that night and made sushi rolls. I made spicy tuna. And the first thing I did was put togarashi and uh, kipi mayo in yeah. the mixture. You put uh, sriracha? sriracha. Uh-huh. Okay. Might have been that too. But I put it all in this bowl and I you know, stirred it up and I put the tuna in there mm-hmm. and I made the roll. And it, it tasted it tasted a lot like Gary's. It, it wasn't, of course, the, the same. But he obviously is doing something different. But it was, yeah. Oh boy, yeah that 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 smacks a lot of Gary's, mm-hmm. and I think that to me is the epitome of a good spicy tuna roll. That's why I always uh, order it. That's why I always order pepperoni pizza at a pizza spot. If you can, if you can do this, then everything else that you're going to do is just going to be better well, over the top. And I'm going to say sometimes I go to restaurants right with you, and we, we have the spicy tuna. And it's too spicy, or it's it doesn't have enough flavor. Whatever. Yeah. I honestly yeah. thought this was a very good. I, I'm, spicy I'm, that's why I say it's I 80. would say ninety. Uh, well, so, we, we can split hairs. Yeah. I'll, just okay. Say I'll come to you. Better. I'll come to you. I'll come to you. Eighty-five. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, you know, it, I it, thought it was very good. It, it, the the cut of the way that he processed the fish, mm-hmm. well, they're really small little minces, mm-hmm. really really tiny cuts, and it was just this this paste of this beautiful fish i imagined he seasoned, seasoned some of it i mean did something to it but it's not it was not the beloved gary's yeah. one and i've had ones that have been to place over the years that i could go yeah it's very close they're close very they're close. doing something yeah that's why i always order it yeah. it's my it's my it's my benchmark yeah. i've actually walked out of places when I'm really in the mood, mm-hmm. where if I have that roll and I'm not the check, please. If you if you have that roll, it's not good. And if you there's there's a few things, right? There's a few yeah. things that we yeah. will like, yeah. walk yeah. out yeah. and they're like, I'm not going to eat, st- yeah. waste our money. Yeah, it's the ankimo. Yep, yeah. it's that. Yeah, it's if they don't have kikusui. Yeah, um, I don't know if I've ever walked out on that. Maybe even once. We did. 
We, we did. did. Well, we, we didn't walk out because of that. We we had a role and it was, okay, you don't have kikuse? All right, I'll, I'll get whatever other sake mm-hmm. you have. But once you, and then we have ordered the spicy tuna and and if we've had those and those are bad, we're like, okay, that's enough. I mean, I think the thing about it is that we're, we're, we've proven that we are committed, committed or should be uh, to having sushi and having good sushi and whatever by way of spending our dollars. Like we're not afraid to spend our dollars and at a sushi this bar. this is not cheap at all. No, 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 no. This might have been on the high end. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't know this. I don't know the number, by the way. I don't, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because you managed all of it. But I will say, um, I don't, you know, this is a personal opinion. But, you know, again, if you're going to spend a lot of money, which we, which this was, I want to be, I want to be, I want my teeth to be kicked in. I want it to, I want it to be like, wow. You know, mm-hmm. I want to be speechless. There were some dishes that yeah. were, wow. Okay. Okay. I want to talk about one that I, that was not spicy tuna and it wasn't on Kimo that I believe was also special. Okay. Which one? It was the brown rice one. Brown rice and tuna. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't, when you say brown rice. Well, you, I don't know the, what it was. it was. It looked like the little crispy thing? Little round. Little it round. Was, Fantastic. Yeah. And it, it was tuna on top, minced again. It was a deep fried um, eggplant. Yes. It was it eggplant? Was, it was eggplant. Or was it a, uh, zucchini? It was eggplant. Okay. Because I asked. I think I asked. Yeah. And he said, I, and I was like, wow. Yeah. That, and I I asked you, did you take a picture? I don't see one. You didn't send it to me. I couldn't remember. I was like, what is it that I had that was so fantastic? Either no, way. I didn't. I didn't take a picture of that uh, one. Should have. I know it. That was to me. I mean, I was talking at that time, having a good time, and it was so good it brought me out of my conversation. Yeah, they were. They were like, "What?" And I was like, "I'm sorry, give me a sec." I was just. It was. It was. It was decadent. It yeah. was gorgeous. It was. I can think of that. The crisp egg batter on the uh, on the uh, eggplant. Mm-hmm. The, the the I even said it to you. I thought, wow. I said, "Look at what this is." Yeah, you were asking me what what yeah. is this? And I, I thought it was a round of zucchini. It was, yeah, it was a round of eggplant with um, an egg batter, like tempura. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it had that little bit yeah, of crisp. Yeah, the crisp to it. Yeah, and then they had a, a nice pancake of uh, minced tuna. Yes. Yeah. But and, see, what this is why when I looked at it, I was like, "Oh, son of a!" It, it looked like what you make me for Thanksgiving, which was the the sweet potato pancakes with caviar, because this not only had the spicy tuna, it had a caviar on top of it as well. A little, a little black caviar right at the top, little, little yes. pencil head full of it. Yeah. Yes. So I was like looking at it going, oh my God. Yeah. This is it was, like, it was pretty. This it was, was, it was beautiful. It was a, it was a, like a tuna flower. Yeah, a little, like, and then so it was pretty. on this little round dollop of sour, I was just sour cream, uh, caviar with that little pancake of tuna mm-hmm. on that crisp tempura eggplant. Ugh. Yeah. Fantastic. That was a star. That yeah. was a star. It was so good. It broke my conversation. Yeah. Yeah. That's how good it was. Yeah. Delicious. Oh, okay. Um, what was that smoked scallop thing? Oh, my God. Wait, smoked scallop? What was it? it came in the little smoke jar? Oh, no, yeah. that was Toro. Okay. That was, that was that was the other one. That was a star. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Oh, that was, that's why I wanted to end it with that because it was so unbelievably okay. good. It was, uh-huh. The bill. Chingao. Okay, well. It was, uh, yeah, so, but, okay, so then, by this time, I don't know how it happened, but the people next to me engaged me 
you know, there was a couple young guys here and they're talking about business and, you know, they're talking about out and about for the night. And, and then somehow he nudged me and we were talking. And I, well, then we had this famous conversation. We were just chatting back and everybody, was, you and me, and we were going back and forth. And then the next thing I know, I turned to my right, like to, for you to chime in the conversation and you're off having another conversation with some other people. And then I was, so the, then, then I started doing Kampai sake mm-hmm. and then the, those guys started buying us sake Mm-hmm. And it was just a party. It, it was, was great. It was a good party. So, um, and then, the but th- then there's a few things where you know, obviously, we're comparing them to the best ones we've had. No, well, like, okay. eh. well, look, the, the, like the, scallop. the scallop. They had live scallop. I love live scallops. Yeah, and their their live scallops were great. The problem is the sauce that whatever you put on it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it was it, uh, maybe it's just my personal yeah, preference it could be and people will tell you you're wrong that's the yeah, number my, one thing in osaka right now but my but, personal preference yeah. is i don't like it to be too sweet and, and there was, was a oh my a, god a mango, yeah um, god, yeah I a mango yeah. little chutney. it was like a chutney yeah a little, a little mango salsa with little yes, chunks of mango tiny i mean it was they were small, tiny but the fact is it was just a little too sweet for me i it, like mine a little more savory so but the cut the qual i will say this the quality of the fish at Ken Sushi Workshop is top notch. The quality well, of the fish was fantastic. The scallops, I ate them alone. I, 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 I don't did know. Too. I, I, don't, I knocked, I said, just okay, honey, yeah. just, let's just take off the yeah. sauce and eat it like that. I, and it was great. I took off the mango salsa. Yeah. And I had just the freshness of the scallop. Mm-hmm. They're my favorite ah. scallops. No, no, no. I'm saying of the scallops. I'm, I'm scallops right? And I'm not a scallop guy. Yeah. I'm not. I know. Uh, as a matter of fact, I did something the other recently. We were at uh, somebody's house and they and they had scallops and I got tasked with making some scallops. And I just pancered them a little butter, uh, maybe some paprika or something. I don't remember what I did. And uh, they they were like, oh my god, they're so good. Yeah. And I was like, I, I'm not even a scallop person. Yeah, and I think I, I am, and th- yeah, yeah, I know I what I did. It. I think I remember a little. Uh, I pan seared them in a little butter, mm-hmm. got a little color, and then I uh, threw in a little white wine and a uh, little garlic powder, maybe, and some salt. There's something with it. You had a little chili, a little. Uh, I think I might some red chili spice. flakes. I don't know. It just it was something Super handy. Delicious. I don't remember. Just threw it in there. Boom. And uh, they did come out. They came out very well. I mean, the way that people were saying it was delicious. Yeah. So look good. Well, you cooked them well. Sometimes people are just going to overcook them, and it's like rubbery. And you really have to just um, just be gentle. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. And if you're going to go, if you're going to cook them, you know, cook them. I think high and fast. Mm-hmm. You know, high heat. Fast time on the pan. Yeah, that's all you need. And and if you have like in this instance, right? I mean, if you have super fresh scallop, dude, you don't need to cook it. It's live. It's delicious. It's freaking. No, you don't do anything. And I, yeah, that's another one of my things. Where it's like I like to have live scallops. Yeah, not necessary. I don't know. They're sweeter. They're sweeter. The texture is sweeter. It's like anything. Anything young, sweet. Yeah, but that's why you don't need to add the sweetness of that mango or anything. No, it's gonna be. It's going to be... And trust uh, me, I love mango. It's one of my favorite fruits ever. I love a good mango salsa. Yeah. This didn't need it. No. Mm-mm. No. In fact, I believe 100% that it was competing with the sweetness of the scallop. Yeah. And I... That's it why just, we just, it was just brushed it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Ken, uh, Sushi Ken, uh, please, you know what, brother? Uh, taste those scallops before you make them because I no. tell you right now, I mean, to taste them. Because I think that if he had put it in his mouth and tasted the... 
the clearly gorgeous choice of a scallop that you had, I don't think you would have, you'd have said, I don't need to do that. Well, again, like I yeah. said, maybe that's just our personal I, well, yeah, preference. I, I do. I do. Like no, I'm sure they do. I'm sure there's, look, uh, there are people out there that like this show. It just, you know. <laughs> so, um, so I'm just saying, everybody likes something, you know? I mean, I'm sure that out there in the world, somebody likes, you know, a scallop covered in, uh, in, in Starburst candies you know Stupid, i'm just whatever. saying you know i'm just saying i always joke around putting you know people say i say you know make sure you put extra gummy bears you know just because you know and i do that a lot but i i'm, I'm gonna say uh, someone's out there doing it i mean there's a guy at the fair down at the san diego fair that he deep fries everything and people line up yeah so there's a market for everything i'm just saying in my opinion, as someone who is pays close attention, I think the sweetness of the the natural sweetness of the scallop, it didn't need anything to do with that mango. It just didn't belong. And I think that if you if the if the chef had maybe tasted it beforehand, he would have said that too. Or he That's would have all. said, "This is exactly what I intended." We don't know. Double sweetness. Yeah. So double sweetness that would compete with the na- natural taste of the fish. Maybe. Nah, it's weird. I say nah. <laughs> I just say nah. I just I, I know what I know. I've seen people that pay attention. They do they taste the ingredients. Look, I, I watched this show. The reason why I even began my pizza journey, speaking of which, um, was watching that that pizza show with uh, Chris Bianco from uh, Bianco de Napoli or um, uh, Bianco Pizza. And uh, he moved to Arizona, started his pizza business, and then started sourcing out flowers and came to find out the best flower comes from Arizona. And um, he has started farming with local farmers and whatever. And he goes out and they show him. Every, every chef, every chef that I respect, you see them go out to the farm and they stand over, the, they're very selective of their tomatoes. They're selective of their herbs of their vegetables they 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 pull them right out of the ground they wipe them off and they taste them because you want to know what it is in its natural form mm-hmm. that's what you know how, what to do with it right like like honestly you have you have delicious sweet carrots do you need to cover them in brown sugar and butter maybe just butter do you know what i mean yeah so but- i'm just saying but like <laughs> what i'm saying though is that that's you have to taste it I agree with you. To then decide what we to all do. We have different palates. So and I, what I'm saying know. is I don't believe that anybody could say, if you have a super sweet, tasty, fresh scallop, that mango will complement the sweetness of the other. I think the sweetness was on this particular set of scallops was so good and sweet and fresh, it just didn't need much. It needed a little, maybe a little guidance. That's all it needed. A gentle hand. Yeah. Well... That's I agree, me. Cause I, but I'm a pain in the neck. So no, I agreed with that because I, I took off the... Yeah. And, then, and once it came off, you, I was like, oh, wait. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's I was like, whoa. <laughs> that scallop's good. Like, dude, it's totally rad, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So Okay. So for me, that was a little bit okay. of a miss, but... Yeah, but, but no. But the but, fish, the yeah. thing is, that's what I'm saying. The fish. The quality of the fish here was yeah. great. They had the... I love snapper. They had the golden eye snapper. That was also quality. Oh, by the way, you know what? We were talking about the bill, right? And uh, and we're talking about that fish and we're the stuff we ordered. Um, we also, I think, I think I ran the bill up a bit with the liquor too. Oh yeah, yeah. That, so yeah, that that's, that's not. Yeah, I don't think that's. That's definitely. Well, you know, what we did too. We were also buying compai stuff. Yeah. And we were sharing. Mm-hmm. 
at the bar. Here, try this, try that, and they're tr so that contributed to Perhaps its expense. You're right, because there's things on here that say special. I don't know what yeah. you probably mm. drinks. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, so, yeah. So I don't it, know. yeah. But you know what? Uh, we kind of anticipated it at the beginning because they were talking about doing the omakase because he has an omakase there, mm -hmm. and uh, we were like, no. Let, let's just, the first time, let's let it roll just so we can make some choices. Not to say that it wouldn't be awesome. It wouldn't have been better. I don't know. I just don't sometimes like wasting my thing on, I don't, like I told you, I was like, oh, I really don't want to waste it on a salad. And have you had an omakase though? Have you ever had a true omakase? No. So here's because the thing. I always just go with, hey, give yeah. me the best of what sure, you Sure, no, no, absolutely. And I think though, omakase, they, 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 they kind of um, curate it. Yeah. Like a yeah. like they used to do with albums. Yeah. You know, they They're they know you up. They exactly he, yeah. So know. here we're gonna play these first four tracks and yeah. it's gonna lead up to a crescendo. Yeah. And then it's gonna you know. So I think that's when what's you take done. me to what's it called? What's Euro? When you take me there Jiro? in Japan, uh, then I will do that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh what was that? There was a couple other pieces that were kind of good. Remember? Well, the Golden Eye Snapper was fantastic. Yeah. Um that's why I told you. Send me pictures so I can What, what was that one that you kept saying it tasted like beef? Toro. The Toro. Okay. The, well, the, the smoky Toro. Yeah. So It was so yeah. fatty and I'm going to leave that to you next time. And makes and, and I'm they, gonna, it I'm almost gonna, has that, yeah. a steaky flavor. I'm going to leave that to you. What do you mean? Not mine. Not oh, mine. you like the fresh, just fresh I'm, Toro. Well, I'm yeah. just, yeah, I don't, when I, I was eating it mm -hmm. and I, I, I liked the, uh, the effort, but again, I didn't. It didn't need any help. It didn't need any kind of help. That fit. I understand. Yeah. No, totally understand. So when, but, when but you, I did enjoy this. I want to say next time that it's ordered, I would you, just order you fresh Toro. Sure. Yeah, because that to me, again, was unnecessary. Mm. You, that could have just been left undone for okay. me. But I mean, I like the 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 show of it. I like the yeah, effort. Very, very I like the artistry of it. I just, the flavor for me, it just, it's like, um, I don't know. Well, we'll it's, it's, it's like, it's like taking the most beautiful piece of whatever and dunking it in Kool-Aid and frying it up. It's just, what? Yeah. We yeah. had some other Toro. I don't know if it was salmon, the, the, um, whatever the, that was delicious too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was super good. Um, and I was, there was one that I didn't care for. Yeah. And maybe it's because eh, I shouldn't have ordered it. Maybe that's is, not the is, best fish. It? it was a special. Um, amberjack. Okay. Oh, yeah. Too sweet. Again, they had yeah. a mango, that, some of yeah, that mango yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. on it. Mm -hmm. I didn't. Uh, you know, for me, those little, those little curly Q slices, the ones that were folded that up like that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, uh, God. It was the sauce. Let, let, me, let me just have it for a second because I was, had some thoughts about it. And, okay, first of all, I thought the portion was small. It was only four little slices. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. You have a picture. I, I, I thought it was more. but Okay. Well, let's say five. Um, and I'm sure the bill was high. And I will say, I think the fish itself was just, yeah. I think the fish itself was just beautiful. The, the clean flavor. When you get that fleshy kind of tuna, that, that fresh fish 
texture. It's moist. It's uh, it's it holds up to the bite. It's not chewy. It's um, yeah, it's more melty in your mouth. It melts. It not melts. It doesn't melt. I know it's it, not melt, it, but uh, I'm it, just saying it's it's it, just so. It's just so tender yeah. and yeah, clean tasting. Tastes like the clean ocean. You know, it it's it tastes. It doesn't taste fishy like when someone says, "Oh, it smells." Fi-. No, there's no fish smell in it. It's uh, I don't even know how to describe it. I don't know. It, it's just you, a, a fresh fish, gently handled, little light sauce. When the fish itself is on point, it doesn't. So I, okay, so let me make that declaration. Uh, I hate to put it in the in the hands of Ken, but beautiful selections of fish. I don't. I'm thinking back about all the fish itself, and the fish was. I can't think of a piece of fish that wasn't on point. No, the quality of the fish. Quality was great. of the fish was epic. Yeah, I think. I, I'm putting it on Ken. Um, I think the choices of what to do with it is where I felt it lacked. Only in two. Only in oh, two. Maybe choices. more. Maybe two For or three. Too. Yeah. Maybe three three. Yeah. And and that's unfortunately when you're charging twenty some odd dollars a plate or whatever it is. I don't I'm guessing it's in that range. Mm-hmm. And you 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 zigged when you should have zagged, you know. I'm just yeah. It's kind of a yeah. I don't know what to I don't know what to how you could change it. I mean, obviously he has a following, he has a business. Like, who am I? No, the, but the listen. What are you talking about? The the, the place was great. The yeah, food was great. But, yeah, I'm just saying though. But I, I, I you know, I, going back again. Yeah, if I want sushi in San Diego. I will absolutely go there. Okay, one hundred percent. There is no other. I'm not wasting my time on all these other. Okay, ones. I've done it so okay. much. It's so irritating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But whatever. Okay. I mean, I, that's not true. I'm not going to say I'm not going to do it. Okay, of course so, I'm going to do it because if it's if I'm in the mood and it's right there, you know, it's never right there. I'm, We're never no, just there. I'm just saying if it's. In yeah. my vicinity, like if we're in Escondido, I will go to Miko Sushi. I don't oh, love it. No. I do not like it. No, no. But I, no, I'm done with that. Yeah, I no, know. I'm done with that. I know. As a matter of fact, that you know they closed the one in Carlsbad. I didn't know this. I didn't even know they had one. In yeah, there was one in Carlsbad Village Drive, right off the freeway, and it's always been a sushi bar. Village Drive. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, when you yeah, get off there yeah. and you make that on the left side, yeah, there's yeah. a, a freestanding sushi restaurant. Uh-huh. It's always been sushi. Yeah. Well, Miko apparently had it and doesn't have it anymore. Yeah. Okay. I was surprised. I was like, why is it all? Like boarded up, you know, like with a fencing around. The only oh. other one Maybe that I, moved. I will, I will um, go to that's somewhat nearby is in San Marcos. I can't think of the is San it Marcos. Is it Umami? Could is that be. what it's called? On San Marcos Boulevard. No, it's that one in that little love boat. No, 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 <laughs> God, no. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Um, that doesn't matter. I think you, it's you, called Umami. You go know. there. I'm gonna look. Okay. The one that's next to, um, across the street from uh, Bonafarqueta. Oh, I think it's Umami. Yeah. That's the only other one that I've been to where I'm like, okay. Because the last time we were there, you and I, everything worked out. Spot to park. It just happened. Everything worked out. And it was good. I think we were in a rush trying to get to a movie or trying to get to, oh, trying to get to the concert like or the music. So, or the comedy club or something. Okay. So we didn't get to stay too long but we were able to go in there and it was it was good here's here's my problem i think the place about the if i recall what i what puts me off about that place is kind of just the service 
kind of like the 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 environment the um the food's probably okay but i don't I, see i you know what no you know what put us off the last couple of times we went is the fact that they do, the sushi bar's not open so well, it kind true. of you know i like sitting at the sushi bar i need to sit at the sushi right? bar and so I, the I don't, last that we've gone a couple of times yeah. we have to sit in a booth because of covid they didn't want okay. the sushi bar open okay well maybe i'll go back again yeah but, but i want well, to see the thing about when i start thinking about sushi bars or any restaurant i think back about about the dish and i connect my memory to the experience of a dish that's memorable. Well, that's why I remember this place because they gave us these little hand rolls that were served in these like. Okay, I remember that. I remember something about that. They were, it was just a really beautiful presentation. Was the, was it tasty though? Yeah, it was good. Okay, it was good, but well, but they didn't have Ankimo, and they. I don't well, remember that's a problem. They, I know, I know. There was a couple little things, but. And, and like see, the, I thing, said, the thing about Ankimo too, though, for me, it's not like uh, you're asking for the little baby squids. You know what I mean? You're not asking for something that's at like, whoa, what? What? what, what do they, what? No, no. This Ankimo is like a common, no, I, common. I don't know it's if it's a common, that common because well, we, there's many places that just don't have it. So I don't Well, know if you don't have it, then I'm just questioning your commitment. <laughs> and if you have. Because I remember there was a sushi spot in Carlsbad that we would go Carlsbad. to. It was not expensive. The one, the one off was, the freeway? Yeah. Over off there of El Camino where we Real. Kids. El Camino Real. Yeah. Okay. And, and they had Ankimo Yeah. And it was okay. It was pretty good because I was just happy to get it, and it was not bad. And then the the chef came out to us because again yeah. we weren't sitting at the bar. I don't know yeah. why. I don't yeah. know if it's COVID or who knows. Yeah. And the um. Oh, you're talking about uh, Haiga or something? It's over there off of uh, by LA Fitness in uh, right off the freeway. You see it from the freeway. Yeah, you see it from the. Okay. There's a there's a what is yeah, it yeah, Ross? Yeah. yeah. There's yeah, Ross. There's a, strip, there's a mall. Used right to be a Mervin's. There. Mervins. Yeah, used to be a Mervins there. It's a, a big five, like okay, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, right there off of El Camino Real. Uh, no, mm-hmm. is it El Camino Real? Yeah. yeah, or Jefferson. I don't know. One of those, Jefferson, maybe. Yeah, but that place. Mm-hmm. The, it's Haiga, if I'm if I recall correctly. Kind of, it's a big, big spot. So big we place. were like, eh, but it was. I remember we took the kids yeah. and we couldn't find any. We wanted sushi and yeah. we, oh, the place that we usually had gone to it was, was closed across on the Sunday and it was closed. Yeah, so we went there. And the chef here, though, was, again, yeah, wanted yeah, to please. Yeah, he was, yeah, yeah. I, when I ordered that, I don't know why, but he came out. Yeah. Well, and I think, well, I, well, in my experience with Ankimo um, um, or things like that that we bring up, those are not, those are not things that are mainstream right. to most people's thing. You know, I think it's, when, when we order, every time we order, uh, a lot of times somebody will say, they'll make notice of the fact, oh, you're ordering things that, oh, you know, they're a little out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. And I've had people go, oh, it's, I mean, I'm not trying to be funny or anything. I'm just saying pe- there are people who come out and go, oh, I, you know, I mean, I see that you know something about it. Mm-hmm. You know, you've had enough to where we talk the sushi language a little bit. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. like, well, you, you know, start speaking to them in Japanese. Well, no, well no, the, the little that I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the... They kind of understand that, okay, you you asked for the kikusui. That used to be a thing where it wouldn't, very few places had it. Now everybody does. They for mostly the have part. it. But it was like back then it was like, oh, you oh, you know about that, that Junmai. Yeah, okay. Um, things like that. Just little things that we would ask for that somebody, somebody in the back would go, oh, wait. Oh, this person actually knows they're talking well, about. The, the interesting part about that chef, though, that he came out and and I told him, He's like, yeah, we don't always have this, you know, it's because I get, he says not, not that many people order it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so he was really cool because he's like, give me your number. 
And when I get it in fresh, I'm going to. Yeah. Um, oh, I remember. No, this is how. So we ordered it once, and I was like, "Okay, cool. At least they hey, have hey, it." By the and way, then sh- I went back. Wait, should I do this to you, like what you did to me with wait, the finger? I went back, and he didn't have it. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh crap!" So that's when he came out. No and cursing he on said, the show. He came out, and he's like, "I don't always have it, but when I do, he goes, I will call you." Yeah. And so he does. He will text me. Did he text you? He texts me so many times, but because he's so far. Yeah. It. I didn't. I never ended up going, so right. I think he stopped texting yeah. me. <laughs> he hasn't she's texted a, me in a while. She's a liar. He's like, she's, she's not, not coming. coming. She's not coming. But anyway, the umami is the only other one where I remember us having a pretty good time and, and having decent sushi. And I looked it up. It's this mini sushi cone. It's really pretty. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you can see it. I know. I remember them. Okay. I remember them. So they had some good um, dishes that had a nice presentation. Yeah. It's just, you know. We like sitting at the oh, yeah. bar. I did ask uh, Ken. I said, "Hey, do you have sweet shrimp?" And he goes, "Oh, that's what it was. That's how we started talking to those people next to us." Why? Because I asked for the sweet shrimp, and he goes, "He because these two young guys came in, and uh, they walk up and talk. Hey, Ken, apparently had been in there a few times recently, mm-hmm. and they said Da-da-da-da-da. they were having a conversation, and so he knew them." So when I asked for sweet shrimp, mm-hmm. he says, somebody, you know, he, he did the nod with the eye, you know, like somebody just ordered the last ones like that. Oh, really? To the, to these guys like, like that to me, uh-huh. you know, indicating these guys were the guys that, and then they went like, oh, like, well, sorry, like that. <laughs> and I was, I looked over and I said, hey, you know, come on. Like, whatever. I don't remember what I said. Uh, that's yeah. what started the it's conversation. Because you usually, I and that's one of the dishes where I don't really like it. Like, well, look, I like sweet. The, tr- I like the head. Well, the <laughs> the head they tempura batter the head and typically fry it, and then the body is fresh raw. Fresh raw. Mm-hmm. And and if you if you are you know correct about it, I will say that the sweet part of the shrimp, the 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 flesh, is less interesting to me mm-hmm. than the fried tentacles and the all fish that. Head. And the, and the crispy eyeball, you know, because <laughs> yeah. the eyeballs, I don't know if they come out there, but they're usually round and they're crunchy. Uh-huh. Anyways. Yeah. Which yeah. I remember like when we ordered that, first time we ordered it and that head comes out with the, the tentacles body. and the. Right. Yeah. But it, beautiful presentation yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So it's yeah. nice, but I'm like gross. And then you eat it and I'm like, and you're like, you have to have this. And you gave me so I was like, oh crap, that really does taste good. Except right in. But like, you never want tentacles. to admit it. You never want to be like, oh yeah. You're just like, yeah, whatever. Except for the um, little tentacles. I don't know how you eat that. That gets stuck in your teeth and all that. So I don't like. Well, okay. That part I don't like. Well, but, the best part of it, the best part of that, uh, the the head part with the eyes and all, is with that first bite. Yes. You, you grab them by the these tentacles that are all crispy and yeah. you know, and you dip it in the ponzu. Yeah. And then you take that first bite and you're just getting the neck yeah. and I guess the brains or whatever, yeah. the whole snout. <laughs> you're getting all the fish boogers. <laughs> all the but, but I'll say uh, it in that ponzu and all that, it is a great bite of food. Yeah. Great. It's, it's flavorful. It's delicious. It's crunchy. It's, it's, it's umami. It's everything. Mm-hmm. Great. But uh, so, yeah, he did say, yeah, these guys, no, they took your fish. Um, no. So... So you were not, that's how you started. That's how I was like, Hey, Hey dude, how dare you? Did you know I was coming? Um, yeah. 
so you know I, i'll say it like this um great it was good enough to, to go back for sure um i probably won't run up the bill on the liquor as high as i did this time uh because i was having a good time yeah, and you, you know a, wanted to honestly, try some stuff i hate to break it to you but you had at least a hundred dollars worth of liquor oh, i don't doubt it I because I, I was saying to the i was i said hey you well you know you weren't uh, far behind ace I was no, t- I not on the liquor, not on the liquor, oh. but you weren't good when I, I said, uh, you, you were trying to convince these guys next to me, uh, that they should try on chemo. Right. Uh-huh. And then, um, I, I was like, yeah, you guys should really try that. And then I remember hearing from you, get them one, get them one. <laughs> and I don't know how much they are. They're probably not 20, expensive. but oh, no, yeah, like 12, 15 bucks. Sure, I bet you look at the bills. Nineteen, but anyways, looking at it. I'm looking at but it. I, I did see an order of that. I, I got the on. I saw the on chemo. I saw the on chemo come to the table. Twelve. That's not bad at all. I saw the on chemo come. He handed me. He's oh on chemo again because it was the first thing I had, and I was like yeah. And you went there for them, and I was, and it got passed away from me <laughs> to these <That's> guys. True. <laughs> but I was all like, oh yeah, uh, what? Yeah, yeah, very funny. But very I'm funny. telling you, that's a. That's a totally reasonable price. 12 bucks, that's sure, nothing. Sure. For that quality? Oh, that was good. Yeah, Leon came out was just... Yeah. And who cares, man? They bought you drinks. Big, big deal. I'm not mad or anything. I'm just saying <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of pissed about the on chemo. Yeah, you're like, wait. That on, I would have loved to have that second round of on chemo. I ordered another one. I, I was busy, man. I don't know what was happening. <laughs> we were just chatting and having fun and laughing. And we were, and, yeah. Met some cool people. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. So, Unfortunately, it's, <clears throat> it's not... That close. It's not convenient. No. No. Nothing's convenient. But you know what? When I want something, when I'm in the mood for some quality fish, I I know where to go. I know where to go. You know. You know what I would like to have, and I didn't have it here at this place. Uh, What I I I love it when they take the fatty, a big portion of fatty, and then they uh they they take the torch and they just braise it a little bit on top, like get a little color. I love that flavor. I didn't but get that. That's the flavor of that that last one. That no, fatty. that no. what you had to me, I swear to goodness, that was so uh, strong that flavor, and you could say you love it, and that's uh-huh. great. Yeah. But I'm saying it was so strong to me, it almost tasted like they had uh, cured it or seasoned it with uh, Worcestershire. Oh. Yeah, it was so oh, smoky. Wasn't that strong? It was to me. Oh, okay. It was to me. It was just so strong oh. that it overpowered the fish, and I thought the fish was stellar yeah. in quality. Yeah. And I just didn't see the point in doing that okay. to it. Well, it's just different. I, I like that I know different I'm really, flavor. Yeah. It was a different flavor. I, I, I've I had love that different. before. I love different. I think we've had that in a different restaurant yeah. in in Long Beach. Yeah. That smokiness. Yeah, I know. It's, and when I had it in Long Beach, I, I remember said, it being a little too smoky. As this I said, as I said, the artistry. Yeah. Love it. I admire it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think that what I like about Keizo, and I've always loved about Keizo, is that to me... His technique is he seems to be working with the fish. He he. It's almost like he tastes it ahead of time and says, "Oh, this particular fish is this, and I'm going to do this to make that work together." And he also is a saucier, right? He is. He, he is. A, he was trained French, French, to my understanding. Uh-huh. So, so his sauces are really unique and and delicious. I think the his talent to me is like I said, knowing what yeah. to do to the fish to make it better to enhance to not interrupt it yeah. not block it not overpower it but to make what's already there better yeah that's what i believe is his talent yeah I, i'll agree with yeah i agree yeah. with you where i think unfortunately in this particular case i believe here it was a situation where 
it was let me do my magic and let me add my two cents. I don't think that when you have a when you have a quality fish and he's chosen amazing cuts of fish, I don't think you need to do much. Mm-hmm. I think your 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 hesitance and your res- to resist the, the the idea of putting mango on a fish. I think that's your that's the discipline. The discipline you need is that ability to say nope, doesn't need it. Sometimes, it, sometimes I feel like the fact that we live in you know California yeah. and they're trying to do something yeah. different, and they're probably trying to tailor to some of these yeah. Californians yeah. that are not really California. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, maybe they they try a little sure. too hard. Well, and th- that's that that's still memory of that place, Mister Sushi. We used to go to back in the uh, in the or late nineties in the Encinitas when oh we lived over there God. in La Costa. Oh my! God, I remember yeah. going there the first time, walking into this all you can eat Mister <laughs> Sushi, and they were serving this volcano roll. Hated it, and it was Cupy Mayo and all these little little. I don't even know what it was. It was like these little tentacles. Oh yeah, yeah, that stuff. Whatever those little things. Are. I don't as know. As soon as you you put lemon or something on it, it they makes start them moving like a bunch yeah, of tentacles. Yeah, yeah. And I don't. It's not not a real thing. It's no, not a real animal or anything. No, it's just no, some, some shavings. Yeah. But it did look like a volcano. Yeah. And it was trick, and you're like, wow, a volcano. But the taste of it, I don't. Again, mayo, mayonnaise. Ugh, I think I, I think that. I think Cuban mayo is delicious. I love Cuban mayo. I I found out about Cuban mayo of all places from uh, Sam the Cooking Guy. He uh, did some recipes with the mm-hmm. QP Mayo. I was a big fan. And I became a fan. It is delicious. But, but it's so strong. Yeah, I mean, it's so strong. It's so all. eggy. Right? And I mean, the idea that you would make a roll and make it look like a volcano, but then uh, torch it, you know, give it a little sear on the mayo and give it a little smoky essence. That's 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 trick. I do. I get it. But I don't have to like the flavor because it was funky. You know, you're eating it. It's got this, oh, you just taste mayo. Yeah, I hate I it. I didn't like that. Mm-mm. But, you know. Who am I? Yeah, maybe lots of people love it. Sure, and they should. I think they should keep on loving it. <laughs> Me, I don't, but that's that's fine. So, um, to my verdict here, uh, I believe that it is the num 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 the best best fish possibly that I've had. Yeah, in San Diego. In San Diego, for sure. Mm-hmm. But maybe quite possibly ever. No. Sorry. I'm talking about the fish. Yeah, no. I'm not talking about the sushi. So name the best place you've had the best fish, not the sushi. Well, I know Kezo. Sure. No, no, no. But see, Kezo makes it. He pulls it. It's good fish. Yeah. But I'm saying he's had the most unique stuff. I'm, I'm not sorry. talking about the. I'm not talking about the rolls. I'm not talking no, about. I know. The, I'm talking I'm about the either. work. I'm, I'm talking not, about the fish. I'm talking about the fish too. Yeah. No. This fish was. This fish, this fish was, was next level. Yeah. Yes. This was next level. Wasn't? Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. I'm not going to say, but there are lots of restaurants that have that. Nobu, I'm, I'm sorry to say, even though it's too, yeah, whatever. What is it? What, what's whatever? You know, like people think, oh, Nobu, it's pricey and it's like this, whatever. No, sushi know. is free. Yeah, but eh, people will say they oh, it's do too because, trendy or yeah, who knows, sure. whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It's Hollywood. Yeah. You know, yeah. I get it. But I've had some okay. fantastic Yeah. Fantastic okay. cuts of fish at Nobu. Same thing, Keizo. Yeah. Some other place. I know. No, I'm not saying that the, the the rolls are not better elsewhere. I'm saying that the I'm not the, talking about rolls. I'm talking about fish. fish. Yeah. I'm talking okay. fish only. Well, this fish, this right here, this fish experience was, yeah. I mean, it, for me, it was like we were, we might as well be standing on the deck of a boat while you're fishing for these things. That's how good they were. That that monkfish liver. I just can't even imagine it being better. Can't. I can't imagine it tasting better. 
mm-hmm. than that. Um, and it might. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe if you're in Japan, yeah, you know, they either. serve it on the corner well, there. I don't either, yeah, but I don't I'm in agreement with you because yeah. that's one of my it favorite It was just, things. wow, mm-hmm. you know. And so, yeah. So on, a, on that level, wow. Okay. On the handling of it, hmm. Mm. I could I could see it. I I've had it in my opinion better in other places the way they the the seasoning the way they with as like I said the talent of it in sushi for me is what you do to not impede it but to help it enhance mm-hmm. yeah and that's what I think what parenting is that you're a parent of sushi mm-hmm. you're a parent of fish you're there not to inhibit but to enhance and I, that's what I believe is the best so um, by far, um, rivaling um, Sushiota, if not passing, yeah, Sushiota. Um, fun experience, and I and I can't count on that unless we invite those dudes back over there to have dinner <laughs> with us again. But I can't I can't uh, guarantee that I'll have as good a time yeah, in the, that time. part. Uh-huh. But uh, did have a good time, and the conversations were fun. Uh, Ken was a superstar. I mean, he was on, he was there like, what can we do? Hey. And you know, and the service was fantastic. The service fantastic. You never um, had any, it, it remind, it did remind me a bit of a case where it's like the moment you finish your dish, they're, they they're were there. Take it away. Absolutely. And I love that. I hate yeah. going to sushi restaurants and we've got like a couple dishes that we finished and, and they're piled up there. And then our next dish comes and it's like, Hello. I totally away. understand. And then that's that's not just sushi bars, though. That's everywhere. True. You know, but yeah, for sure. Um, and and I, I'll tell the story again. When we first started going to Keizo, when they first opened up five years, like 2005, 2006, whatever, we were there and their, their, their staff was so on point. I remember dropping, was it my napkin? No, a chopstick. One okay. Or one of my chopsticks fell. And as I'm reaching down to grab the, the chopstick, I reached down and in my hand was a brand new set of chopsticks. <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't just leave it. Oh, I'll take care of that. He picked it up and handed me a new set. That was the level of service at Keizo. I don't know if it's that now, but it was then. And this place was that again. It wasn't, I don't know if, I don't know if I would have, I don't know if he would have caught the chopstick <laughs> ha- halfway to the ground, but um, certainly when we were done, they came straight away, yeah. grabbed the thing, moved yeah. on. Never, so, nothing was ever, you know, it's like, okay, the, your beer was low. Would you like another one? I mean, it was. You know, one thing I do like, I do like about going to a good sushi bar. I do like the fact when they do pay attention to your drink level. Yes. They pour your sake for you. Uh-huh. I do like that. Yeah. Didn't happen here. Did they, yeah. Yeah. But I did, I did like that. True. I didn't think about that. Yeah. But that's true. Yeah. yeah. When we go yeah. to a good place and you have a bottle of sake there and they see yours low. Hmm, they come. Because I mean, you're, if they see a bottle on your table, mm-hmm. they know you're committed. Mm-hmm. They know that you are, are have the means, clearly, to buy a full bottle of liquor, and then that means you're going to probably tip well. That's my my thought process. That's what I'd be thinking. I don't know. If I was working as a server and I saw somebody come in with buy a, a nice bottle of something, I'd say, well, they're not they're not trying to come lowball here. So look, guys, um, we know you love the show. It's clear. Uh, you know that you love us. So uh, do all that you can to help us and uh, tell a friend and have them go punch their buttons on their follows likes and whatever um we really appreciate your time to take the time to listen to us uh we enjoy doing the show uh we want you to continue and we want you to help us uh uh, bring our audience bring our show to a bigger audience so uh thanks again for listening have a great day uh we will talk to you soon 
Uh, if you're in the area and you are needing some great sushi, uh, Sushi Ken is, uh, or Ken Sushi in Carmel Valley is something that you should definitely experience. And you know what? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just wrong about me. But um, go try it out. It's definitely worth being on the sushi radar of San Diego, along with uh, uh, Sushi Ota and the like. So take care of yourselves. We'll be talking to you soon. If we don't talk to you uh, over the holiday of Thanksgiving, um, have a safe healthy and prosperous one. Um, Enjoy your time with your family and we will talk to you on the flip flop.